Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited about a new episode of our podcast. Today, you're going to hear from Master Teague. Master just finishing his career with the Ohio State University football program, but more than a football player, just an incredible young man, follower of Christ, understanding that the platform of football to be used to glorify God, to make Jesus known. So without further delay, let's jump right into it. So thanks for joining me today, Master. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. You bet. I'd like to start this out uh, just with some background information so the listeners kind of get an idea of who you are. So tell us a little bit about uh, your background, maybe your uh, a little bit about your family growing up and where you are today. Yeah, so um, I, got, of course, grew up with my mom and dad, and, uh, you know, there's just a blessing in my life, but I have um, some good memories of growing up and um, growing up in the neighborhood and going outside to play and you know, parents say you got to come back when the street lights come on. And if you don't get get back in time, you know, <laughs> it's going to be trouble. Um, so I, I remember those. That was some good times. And um, it, for a little while, it was just me, uh, my dad and my mom. And then I had, my mom had my little brother and sister as well. So they're 13 and 12 right now. So uh, definitely cool to kind of see them grow up and uh, be able to inf- influence them and, uh, you know, um, be a part of their life and, and see, uh, you know, how their, their process and growing up and everything. And, but, uh, you know, I guess growing up too, I was more of a homebody. <laughs> so I kind of was in the house a lot. Uh, and I, I would say I didn't do too much uh, with friends. I did, you know, go to movies, go swimming and uh, things, you know, like I said, play outside. But you know, for the most part, I was kind of in the house. We, we watched football on Sundays. That was a big memory, you know, uh, we're, I grew up a Steelers fan, so we had them terrible tiles and waving those around and screaming in the bonus room, and so that was a good good memories. And but you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I have like I said, good memories, and um, my parents are definitely a blessing in my life and how they've influenced me to become the person I am today. And uh, you know, most importantly, grew me up in the Lord. So um, I know we'll get into more of that uh shortly but i guess that's kind of to to start it off yeah and so you know that's a good segue into a little bit about your faith story you you know you you mentioned your parents growing you up in the faith but kind of talk about your journey of deciding that you needed that personal relationship with jesus you couldn't rely on your family's faith it had to be yours mm-hmm. so uh i was baptized at 9 years old um and uh, i believe at the time of me growing up, like I said, it's kind of it's hard to when you're when you're uh, when you look up to your parents in the way that I did and look up to my dad the way I, that I did, um, and you know you kind of follow in their footsteps. So you know we went to church, we did everything, Bible studies, whatever, and and it kind of but and it's kind of like it's, it's your faith, but it's your parents' faith too, and you're you're in this um, uh, you know routine of of doing things that way. Um, although looking back, I know the Holy Spirit, I, there's many times where the Holy I see the Holy Spirit really working in me, through me, within my school, you know, with my classmates, uh, with my teachers. Um, so it's been cool to look back and, and know that the Lord was working even then, even though I was very young in the faith. Um, but I would say when a, a big jump for me came when I, I left the house, um, and I'd even noticed it was crazy just 
the much more deeper that I got in, involved in uh, much more personal, you know, personal connection I felt with God when I left the house because I decided to continue to pursue that for myself uh, with nobody else around. And, you know, it, it impacted me uh, so greatly. And that's when I would say my faith actually grew exponentially. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful that there was also spiritual leader, leaders uh, here at OSU to like you know, guide me along, you know, be my mentors and uh, and also people my age um, that I can fellowship with. But yeah, definitely when I left the house and, and had that decision to, to choose that on my own, it, it was it was great uh, to experience that. And uh, I'm glad that I did and glad that, that my parents instilled in me that so that I would pursue that, you know, outside of the house. I think that's good because, you know, I think you you hit on one of the most important things, you know, is that foundation we get at home, but it's when we leave home um, that it does become more personal because that's when you you really are faced with the decision, you know, to make it your own, to own it. It's a little bit easier when you're under, under mom and dad's roof, but it goes back to that proverb, you know, parents train up your child in the way they should go and they won't depart from it. And I think, you know, I don't think that guarantees all kids you know, walking closer with the Lord forever. But I think, you know, it shows you give them that foundation, you know, when faced with, with the decisions, they they typically will, you know, go, go back to that foundation. So that's good. And we'll get back to faith in a minute. I, I do want to talk a little bit about sports and then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll circle back to faith. So, you know, you're currently at um, Ohio State, a member of the football team. So to so talk about, you know, what point did you decide to really focus on football, pursue football, and then, how did you end up that road to Ohio State? Yeah, so I uh, started playing football when I was seven years old. Um, I played, uh, I did baseball actually. It was my first, I was very little. I can't even really remember. I maybe remember one play and it was a bad play. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was like four or five. Um, then I played football when I started when I was seven. I played basketball for a few years, ran track in middle school. Um, but pretty much uh, I kind of knew at a young age that this was football was my sport. I was fast. Um, I love running track too, but uh, I was fast. It put me at running back in uh, my first year <laughs> in football. Uh, I have a memory, like my first hit that I remember when I was in Little League, uh, I was coming around the corner. It was like an outside run, outside zone play. And the coach put me at running back because I was fast. And uh, I ran around the corner. The safety came down and laid me out. And, you know, and I still remember I grew up with the, with the person that, that hit me. And he plays basketball now. But I remember that. And after that, I was like, I, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to play. I didn't, I didn't like getting hit, you know. Um, and I remember what I was wearing, too. But my dad said, you know, continue to you got to finish what you start. And so I just kept playing and I played another year and I, you know, grew to loving football. Um, and so uh, I just kept playing and I was good too. Um, uh, you know, I was great. So I kept playing and, uh, you know, in, in high school, I guess my sophomore year is when I realized, you know, there was something special that the Lord gave me and um, you know, I can definitely go to the next level with it. And that's when I really started getting recruited uh, and having offers come in my soft, after my sophomore year. And my junior year was a breakout year in high school, you know, 2,000 two plus yards, 20 uh, something touchdowns, 
that was a big year for me. You went to a lot of camps and, you know, had a lot of choices um, as far as schools go. Senior year, I actually played like five games. I got injured. I had to have surgery on my leg. Um, but, you know, I had the decision to make as far as schools, you know, I had Georgia, had Auburn, had, uh, of course, Ohio State. They were recruiting me, but they never had uh, offered me. Coach, Coach Meyer wanted me to come to a camp to see me in person. So I went to a camp. And by that time, I knew I wanted to come to Ohio State. Um, and when they gave me the offer, I committed. Um, but I think it was just a culmination of this, the program as a whole. I knew it was an elite program. I knew it was going to better me as a football player. Of course, uh, it was going to challenge me, which it has. It's been a hard road, you know, um, which made me better. It's made me better um, as a person, as a man. But also, surprisingly, there were I met people that of faith and people uh, um, that that were mentors to many other athletes to come in before me uh, that I knew that I, that I could see the spirit of God in them. And I knew, uh, man, that's, this is pretty cool. I, you know, I know I can come here and, um, you know, get guidance and, you know, be uh, hopefully a leader uh, to my teammates and, you know, other athletes or people in the school. Um, so uh, those were kind of the things that I saw, especially also I forgot to mention um, the education piece and the connection piece. You know, there's so many alumni here, uh, so many great connections that you can gain that I've gained uh, on the, you know, career side, school side of things, which I knew would be important for me going in the future is we all, I love football, you know, but it all comes to an end at some point. So I know having those connections uh, available and making those relationships are important. Uh, for, you know, career and, you know, other endeavors that I want to get in as well um, that I'm passionate about. Did you grow up an Ohio State fan? No, I actually didn't. I um, didn't really watch college football growing up. It was most mainly NFL. So I didn't really, I, to be honest, I didn't really know too much about any college uh, ball until I get into high school, really. I started paying attention. The only thing I knew was MTSU. That's where my dad went. <laughs> And then growing up, I always wanted to go to MTSU because that's where my dad, dad went. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. No, you're right. Ohio State does have that one of the schools you can say that does have that that strong network, um, you know, outside of athletics. I went to – I've seen Ohio State play one time in person and was just blown away by um, the fan base and how well they traveled. Um, sure. it, was, it, was, it was a bowl game. And I bet they outnumbered the opposing team, probably eighty to twenty, on mm -hmm. fans. And that just it that just stood out that yeah. that is a it's a unique fan base, and that it is that is that network. So I can see I can see the draw. So you know, in your playing career, just from a pure athletic standpoint, just you know, you know, I think li listeners love to hear you know about uh, athletes. So you know, is there an athlete or two that? you know, just from, like I said, from an athletic ability that just really stands out to you that it's one of the top you've ever, you've ever seen or been around? Well, uh, first I had to go to somebody. This is not a college player. College player he doesn't even play ball anymore. Um, uh, in high school, does this, when I was a freshman, the kid, this kid came in. And he, he, he wouldn't mind me saying his name, but uh, it was Amari Burks. His name is Amari Burks. He came in uh, when, freshman year to my high school he was a running back too and this kid man this kid was jacked up and fast and just athletic like crazy 
And uh, we shared we shared the rock my freshman year on the freshman team. We were also on varsity too, played special teams. But um, this kid was, a, you know, a specimen, and he always in, he would be always in my memory as one of the most athletic people that I've seen. You know, he could jump far, or jump high, run fast, cut hard, move. You know, hips were smooth. Like he was a great player uh, all around, and um, you know. Fortunately, you know, you know, I love him, but, you know, I kept working hard and, you know, I, I, I took the shine as run, at running back and uh, was able to do without what I was able to do. But um, he was still a great player and uh, played with him through my junior year and he left to another school. But uh, I would say him. And then I would have to say, as far as college, I'd say maybe Paris Campbell, like the craziest play I've seen before was uh, – I believe the team up north game. He just took that sweep around the corner and just burst it like so fast. It was like lightning. Like it was crazy how fast he was going around that corner, and he, everybody had the angle on him. He just blew right past him, and uh, that was pretty cool to see. Um, yeah, those are some guys that come to mind. And then also when I was a freshman, my high school quarterback Jawan Jennings. He's now with the San Francisco 49ers as a receiver, but he was a QB. When I was in high school, he was crazy. He was a uh, elusive, um, elusive QB. Like nobody could hit him. Um, very strong too and tough. Uh, he wasn't afraid to run you over. Uh, he also could throw the ball really well too, and he could jump over you too. So you, you know, he was an all-around athlete. But as we're recording this, I mean, you're probably two days away from playing in a prestigious game, the Rose Bowl. So you know, toward the end you know, of your, of your career. So what would you say looking back so far in your career, would you say is one of your greatest accomplishments? One of my greatest accomplishments as far as on the field uh, football wise would be when I was a junior, uh, we were playing this team um, and we were, it was out, I was coming out of a concussion. Actually, I had a concussion and I was coming off. It was my first game back and uh, we were down uh, by like two touchdowns, I believe from this team and it was rainy and wet. We couldn't we couldn't throw the ball uh, really at all, and uh, I ended up getting the ball like 48 times, 343 yards, and three or four I think three touchdowns. Um, but we came back and won. Um, so they just handed me the ball every time here. Like <laughs> like it was it was crazy. At the end of that game, I was you know tired and sore, and you know uh, usually at the end of games, a lot of people like to talk to you. And <laughs> And everything, but I was ready to leave. I was I was tired, and uh, it was, looking back, it's funny because uh, you know I kind of was short tempered too. And my mom, <laughs> she was like, "Boy, you better shape up, talk to these folks." So I was hurting, you know. I was ready to go to sleep, but that that was a game that's memorable. You know, forty eight carries uh, was crazy, but uh, I helped the team. We came back and won that game, uh, and then also my freshman year here at OSU. Uh, we played Penn State at Penn State, whiteout game, very hostile environment, cold. We came back to win in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, we were down by 26-14, and, you know, uh, we had two scores, and that was a great, great game to be a part of and to witness that, uh, you know, as a freshman coming in. So kind of on the opposite end of that, I don't really want to use the word disappointment. What's been the greatest challenge you've had, you faced, or – 
maybe adversity you faced in your career, whether high school or college? Uh, you know, some, uh, to be honest, look, this year, you know, it's been, you know, a great challenge for me. I've had the hardest challenges of my career so far at the highest point, you know, each year is a new challenge, you know, coming here is a challenge. I, I've, I've been injured a lot. Uh, so it's kind of that that's hindered me at times to be able to reach the potential. I feel like I, I, I can reach and I want mm-hmm. to, um, you know, and this year, you know, feeling like I was feeling, feeling like personally I did enough to, um, you know, have the job, uh, be the starting tailback and, you know, the way I did in fall camp, I feel like I had the best performance, but, um, you know, fortunately it didn't work out in that, in my way, you know, in my favor, in the way that I thought it would. So it's definitely hard at, for my ego, you know, for, for sure. My pride is as an athlete, a competitor, um, you know, hearing that news that I wasn't going to be the guy, but, you know, it was hard at, at the beginning, but, you know, the Lord kept me through it and I had faith and kept pressing toward, you know, kept pressing and uh, made sure that I was available, um, you know, when my number is called to help my team in whatever way and and uh, still encourage the guys ahead of me, still encourage the younger, you know, um, freshmen that had took the position I, I had last year and uh, still grateful for all my teammates and love them, you know, because uh, ultimately I want to be an example for Christ, uh, you know, example, I want to be a representation of Christ to my teammates. I think it was a chance for me to really uh, not talk about it, but actually be about it and put my mm-hmm. faith in action, help build perseverance uh, through that challenge. So I definitely think this year was a, definitely a challenge for me. Um, you know, it was, it was hard for sure. Uh, but I'm glad the Lord kept me through it and um, helped put people, like I said, I had a um, coming here, it was, I have mentors and, and people uh, of the faith that, helped me stay the path. And I leaned on those people during that time too, and had conversations and they, they helped me um, think of, have a God perspective on things. And, um, and so I think that helped me a lot. Uh, So I definitely say this year though, would be uh, one of the, well, the most challenging uh, part of my career so far. I like that. A couple of things stood out was earlier in the conversation, you mentioned one of the draws to Ohio State was some folks you met that in the faith you thought were were mentors that could pour into you, and so you're you're there. And then, you know, this year being one of the greatest challenges, those people were there for you, um, you know. And so God led you there even before you got there. He put those people in front of you, um, you know. I, that just stood out, and just mm-hmm. how you you said that. You know, it was just maintaining a God perspective. I just think what an example, because we all face adversity, whether it's, you know, playing football, coaching, or just everyday life. Um, we're going to face adversity, and it's those times that we really need to to keep that God perspective because it's easy to have that perspective when things are going well. You know, mm, we're having success, sure. whether sports or home or business. It's easy to to thank God and to to lean in to our faith and but when we have those challenges, um, you know, that God perspective is even more important. So I appreciate sure. you you sharing that. So so obviously your faith is a big part of who you are still. So 
Um, it's very clear faith plays an important role um, on the football side. So have you ever faced any resistance to that? I'm pretty sure I have. I just don't <laughs> it's either I don't remember it or I haven't read right. it or or whatever. But um uh, you know, as far as my teammates go, no, I don't I mean I think the Lord has blessed me with that. You know, he's blessed me with favor amongst my teammates and coaches. They respect me enough to you know, they understand, you know, where I'm coming from and uh, they may not be, you know, they're there themselves or believers themselves, but they respect it and um a lot of them, even some of my teammates, I've had conversations where they want to be in that position. They want to, you know, have faith. They want to uh, know Christ. They want to live right, righteously, but they're in a, it, it seems like they're in, just stuck in a place where um, they just been in the world and they've been drowned in it and it's really hard for them to get out. But um, I haven't really, um, to be honest, faced a whole lot um, as far as my teammates go, but uh there's 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 been some some comments on social media here and there um about different things and but it's just I don't really pay attention to it just kind of silliness like <laughs> uh you know but um it's definitely something that if you know when it does come it's not surprising because you know we're called we're going to be persecuted um mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you're going to be persecuted for uh, your beliefs. And, um, you know, one of the things the people I see, and I don't know if that's controver- this is controversial or not, but one of the people that I look up to is Tim Tebow. And, uh, you know, he's very strong in faith. He, he, you know, he sticks to the word of God and he shoots it straight. And you can, you can see, like, sometimes uh, people try to shoot him down and make him look out, you know, as a somebody – that's not in the right mind or, or bad or whatever. Um, so I think that has to do with his boldness for Christ and everything mm-hmm. and, uh, for sure. So, um, but, uh, you know, we're called to rejoice in, the, in that. So um, for me, I don't, I'm just going to do what I do. I'm, you know, I'm not, I would like to say I'm not ashamed of, you know, my faith in the cross of Christ. So um, everywhere I go and interviews and everything, I always try to, make sure I point to him. Um, so it's definitely, definitely important to me. You mentioned social media. So I cannot imagine being a, a division one athlete in social media these days, because people like myself, folks that love sports can just, I'm not saying I myself am downright ugly, but I'm just saying people in general can, can act ugly on social media um, toward coaches and athletes. So how do you, I mean, as an athlete, you said you don't pay attention to it, but how do you how do you block out the noise? Because you're somebody who I've watched since we connected, you know, over I think 2020, over COVID, um, on one of Rachel Barbeau's Zooms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're very vocal about your faith. Like you said, you're you're unashamed. So how do you block out that noise when fans or downright mean. Yeah, it's kind of like they don't. Uh, um, you know, it's, I'm thinking they don't really understand. Um, they just see. They just look at you on social media. They look at you from a different perspective. And the people that that really know are the people that are in the trenches with me, or in mm-hmm. the facility with me, my family. Those are people. The people that uh, that 
uh, are mentoring me, people that I'm pouring into as well. They, those are the people that are more uh, understand the situation and everything that's going on, whatever the context may be. And so, um, you know, I don't, I really, it's just me not, I don't have time to really worry about those things and think about those things. Um, but, you know, at the same time, if there's, there's been a couple of times where uh, I've seen something and it's kind of, I don't know if it's right, but it's giving me fuel in a way. <laughs> so like, no, that's not, uh-uh. I'm, I'm going to show you, you know. Um, but for the most part, I just kind of, uh, I'm able to tune it out and just keep going about my way um, because I know well, what I'm here for, where the Lord's put me in, um, and I have faith that it, he's taking me in the right path and steps of, uh, you know, operating and approaching it, the gift that he's given me or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, that's good. So, you know, being a, a student and an athlete, there's, there's a, a lot of demand on your time. Um, I mean, just football alone can be seen as more than a full-time job and then you're, you're a student as well. So how do you, how do you balance that life outside of football and then on the spiritual side, how do you stay connected to the church big C um, with the demands of your time from, from football? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely football takes up a lot of time, half of the day, uh, maybe even more of that a lot of times, um, especially in the season. Uh, But uh, I guess the season would be the hardest time where you would find time to, uh, fellowship and you know make sure you're on top of your schoolwork. Um, this semester was the hardest for me as I as I'm in my master's program now um, in architecture and that the demands on for that you know were big time more so than my undergrad and of course football takes a lot of time and I want to be able to fellowship and so um, those things uh, were hard to keep up with towards the beginning but I, I got my groove and. And I was able to um, find time for fellowship, all three of those things, school, uh, football, and fellowship. Um, uh, but I would say, you know, for me, it's just discipline. And, uh, you know, before I came here, I already had those things in place as far as, all right, here's a church I want to, here's a church I want to attend. Even though I attend, I've, I've attended other churches before, whether my teammates go there or, uh, I heard this church is, is a good one, but I've had a main church that I knew about before I came here. I've had I had the Bible studies that I knew about before I came here that I wanted to get involved in. Uh, as I said, I, there was mentors uh, and people here that I already knew about and already had started to build a relationship before I got here. So by the time I got here, I wasn't trying to scramble and look for things <laughs> to join and, and be a part of. Uh, you know, in the midst of football and everything else going on, school. Um, and that's, I think, that's why I think the advice I would give somebody going into college that uh, wants that wants to pursue the Lord is the best you can. I know it's not possible for everybody, but best you can before you go to that college, make, you know, try to find a community that you can be a part of so that when you go there, it's already set up for you. And so I just made it a habit, man, uh, going to church uh, every Sunday. Uh, you know, I've got pretty much surrogate grandparents at church that uh, look that look after me. You know, I'm a part I, I'm a part of their a lot of their family functions. Uh, those are elders that I can look up to and get advice from. Uh, my pastor, I'm uh, I'm very close with him. 
and he's my mentor as well. And I, I you know, made a habit of going to church and, um, and then we have this Bible study that we do with athletes called Cross Sports. Um, we haven't uh, started it back up yet. Uh, we'll start it back up this next semester, but it's every Wednesday and you know, it's kind of it's kind of athlete led. You know, I've emceed there a lot. I've shared my testimony. I've talked, you know, done Bible studies with them, and you're able to fellowship with athletes, men and women, at Ohio State. And you know, understand. There's a lot of coaches that come in and share their testimony too, and uh, it's great to hear uh, just a, a lot of how God is working within the uh, Ohio State Buckeye community. You know, athletics and community, um, but. I think for me, uh, also like I said, growing up with that discipline um, is just a part of my life, really. And um, the times where I feel myself kind of not being on a path where I should be is the times where I've lacked in really uh, reaching out to my brothers and sisters in Christ and fellowshipping, you know, because you're that's and that's and that's unfortunately um, with COVID that kind of happened a little bit to some people where. Um, they may have been pushed and uh, isolated from some of the people they were in contact with before and uh, gotten away from that. And it's caused, you know, things to come up in our life that uh, are unholy and the things that they, they shouldn't be pursuing. Um, so, uh, you know, even through that, fortunately, you know, the Lord has, has kept me with brothers and sisters in Christ to reach out to and have that accountability. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I know it was a long-winded, whatever, but um, those are the things that come to my mind. And, you know, you just have to pray. You know, I pray for the Lord. To, I pray to the Lord to just continue to help me to have the fire um, to seek him and to, you know, to reach out to people. And because uh, it also is a challenge. It also is a challenge. And I know this is going along, but this is something else that, that came to mind. Uh you know, with, with my, uh, you know, the mentors that I've, uh, that the Lord has brought me um, here at Ohio State, I've had many opportunities to lead and to do things in the community and to speak here and speak here, speak, speak there about the grace of God, not by my strength, but uh, a lot of times I'll get an invitation to do something and I just don't, really, I don't really feel like doing it in my flesh. I'm like, ah, you know, let me just, I just want to chill I don't want to do it, um, but the Lord always pushes me to do it, and I always end up doing it, and uh, and I'm grateful for it because it's built my faith, and I've reached out to the community too, uh, to those that need it, to the youth, and all that, and and it's helped me tremendously, and so I think I've built that uh, habit of being willing and, and able to reach back out and give my time to help somebody else. Um, so I think that's very important to help somebody grow uh, in their walk as well. Man, that's that's encouraging. I applaud you, number one, you know, being entering college a few years ago and already knowing a church you want to attend, a Bible study you want to attend. I don't know many 18, 19-year-old men, women, they're going to, that that's their priority yeah. when they go to college. And obviously God honors that and blesses that, that faithfulness. Um, you know, and, and you talked a lot about, you know, the word community stood out. So I think that, you know, is a great encouragement to to any student athlete or, or coach that that's listening that, you know, understands the platform they have with athletics. And, and the way to use that is 
you know, we all need to stay plugged into our local community of faith because that's that's where we're going to get 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 poured into and allows us to pour into others. That's that's huge. Um, so let me ask you, um, you know, a lot of people have a life verse or a favorite favorite verse. Um, so I ask if you have one of those or, you know, is there one that God has shown you you recently that you'd share with us? Yeah, so for me, it's been John 16, 33. If I tell you these things, to the enemy, you may have peace in this world. You have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And that, for me, is one that's always been uh, near and dear to me um, because Christ is the representation. He's the way. Um, and we should become, as Christ, as Christ followers, we should seek to become more like Christ. And, you know, his life was a representation of him. And he is Christ, you know, God in the flesh. And. Uh, he's a representation to us, an example for us to how we should live, how we should approach people and interact with folks. And um, that's always been my verse. And, you know, uh, you know, the same spirit that lives in him is, is in us. So, you know, he overcame the world, um, you know, with that spirit. And I have that spirit so I can overcome the world as well um, just by reading his word and looking at his life and, um, you know, really the whole Bible is, you know, centered around that. And, uh, and so that's kind of my, that's been my verse. Um, yeah, for a long time. That's good. That's good. Last question, uh, two words. It's all over sports, all in. I mean, you don't have to look far. It's t-shirts, mm-hmm. wristbands, chin straps, you name it. Um, but it's also, you know, studying, the teachings of Jesus in the four gospels, it's very clear, you know, through reading, reading the gospels, Jesus always is talking about, you know, to be his disciple, you got to deny yourself. You have to take up your cross. Mm -hmm. Um, So what does it mean for you on a practical sense, like on a daily basis, what does it look like in your walk to be all in with Christ? For me, I was going to say that exact same verse. Um, uh, if you want to be my disciple, you must take up the cross and follow me. And uh, and it's that doing that every day. It's it's really denying my flesh, um, denying you know the things that I want to do, um, and being aware of God's will. And you know, I start out my day. You know, I give my day to the Lord. I get on my knees and I pray. You know, and I and I ask for His will to be done. Help me to be aware of You throughout my day and acknowledge You in everything that I do. You know, and um, yeah, help me to be aware of you and not and not go through you know not go through the day without acknowledging you. Um, um, so that and um, you know and I think for me as well, you know, just getting in the word, getting in the word, whatever that may look like. Some days I might not open up the Bible physically, but I'm I'm always in the word. Is uh, you know whether it be um, verse of the day or to be like my, my social media and like my entertainment a lot of times is, is just uh, talks and sermons and, uh, you know, biblical teachings and things like that. So if I'm not able to get, if I'm not, if I didn't get in the word that day, I still got uh, a lot of dose of the word of God because uh, a lot of my entertainment is that whether it be apologetics or anything along those lines. So just, you know, being uh, and meditating on that is is important for sure, um, because to, to, for me, if, if I'm not meditating on things above, 
uh, other things are taking up my mind and taking and, and taking wanting to take hold of my mind and, and it's, those things are going to be unholy. And, um, but it's a battle every day, you know, um, and that's one of the things that people don't realize. I feel like when people say, you know, when you come to Christ, some people think that's soft. Some people think, you know, you're just putting everything on God and you're not taking control, you know, things like that. But the reality is it's harder because I'm trying to live by the spirit and, and not by the flesh you know, walk in the spirit, you're not gratified the desires of the flesh. So every day I'm trying to walk in the spirit, but there's a flesh too that's trying to clash with that. And so every day is a battle um, and I have to be intentional um, every day with that uh, because the flesh is trying to rise up <laughs> against your spirit and people that are not uh, believers, um, they're just flowing in the flesh and they don't, there's not really anything coming against them um, but with us, it, it's definitely a lot of things come our flesh, the devil, you know. Um, so I think definitely, you know, giving that time to the Lord in the morning, make sure you get in that word and and give him the time throughout the day. And before you go to bed, you know, I try to give him time before I go to bed, just be silent, just listen, pray before I go to sleep. Um, so those are just kind of some practical things. And of course, just talking with my brothers and sisters in Christ, having deep conversations. You know, I, I enjoy talking with my brothers in Christ that I have on the team, uh, just talking about the word of God and, we, hey, what do you think about this verse? Or I read this and what do you think about this? And, uh, you know, and just the mystery of God. Um, and just, yeah. So I think all those things are coming to play because um, you definitely can't do it on your own. Um, so you're going to need a community. You're going to need people uh to help you go along through it and i think all that for me has been at work as far as the practical ways mm. that's good and, and you're right it's a it's it's a battle every day um there's so many different things coming at us for our attention um just you know on our phone so you know as soon as you wake up you know whatever you whatever you grab on your phone if it's the bible app or twitter you know that sets the tone of your day. You know, if you grab Facebook over the Bible or whatever. And so it is a battle because there's so much and some of it is not bad in and of itself, but it's how we use it. Um, and so, mm -hmm. yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you're, you're dead on. Um, you know, I think that, you know, being aware of him throughout the day, not just when I wake up was, was critical. I love that. Um, that, that, that's good stuff. And, very practical, especially in today's world, because um, there's just so much fighting for our attention. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, you know, you talk about the resources that we have, whether it's listening to favorite preachers or teachings on on certain things in the Bible um, versus sports talk radio or um, our favorite cable news network, whatever it is. I mean, we have choices. Well, what we do with our time. You know, and I think, you know, whatever we fill our minds with is what's eventually, you know, in our heart and what comes out. So that's, that's, that's sure. good, man. That's, that's, sure. that's much, much needed word. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing real quick is for me also um, with me getting into architecture is I really, it's, you know, it's, it's building things and creating things and designing things, you know, and this world is designed, is created by 
God and being a being in architecture makes me think about that is you know mm. it caused me to think about that more and be aware of my surroundings and be aware of, of the world and environment like all this is created you know by God uh whom I have a relationship with and you know it's weird but that you know it's kind of opened op- my, my my eyes more to that and and caused me to think of him even more on those lines of things. I've even, I've even found that uh, to be true about when I take a science class or, or something, you know, they'll say, you know, evolution, this and that, but along every, the whole time I'm thinking like, man, God created this, this, this species or this animal, like, this is crazy to think about uh, so intricate detail and every, every little detail is so crazy. And and uh, I was taking this engineering class and engineering, I like, I was struggling so bad at first with that class, it's a structures class. So it's like engineering, every little boat, every little truss, every little thing, you know, you have to figure it out and, and do the math about the loads, all the loads being coming into that point and figuring out so the building won't fall. And I'm thinking this, this much detail goes into every little thing of that building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how much more detail does that God put into each and everything and that he created? We're, we're so much in our bodies. We're so much more detailed than what I was learning in engineering. And that's hard, like, you know, engineering the tallest building, engineering the biggest structure that you know on earth or whatever that can't compare to, like, the amount of architecture and engineering design and creativity that the Lord, God, you know, put forth in his creation. So that that's kind of what the Lord has shown me even just through my schooling. Wow. That's that's a powerful reminder, you know, that no matter what we're facing, that you know, how no matter how complex it is, you know, think about the complexities that God created us. Yeah. You know, sure. how intricate we are. That's that's good stuff. Wow, that's that's awesome. Well I appreciate it. I know Bowl Week is is a busy time and um, you could be doing other things. I appreciate you spending a few minutes and tell us a little bit about your journey and, and encouraging us. Yeah, no problem. Glad to be here. Um, yeah. I appreciate the opportunity for sure. I'm grateful. Thank you again to Master Teague for taking time, especially during a busy Rose Bowl week to, to jump on and share a little bit about himself, his, his journey and faith and sports and just remind us um, to always just be aware of him um, to deny our own fleshly desires and always seeking God's will in the Word, meditating on the Word, just always being aware, aware of God. And, and the main thing is when things are going our way and when things are not going our way, to keep that God perspective. So thank you again to Master. And thank you for listening. I'd also ask you to um, think of a family member or a friend that may need some encouragement that you would share this episode with them. If you're not a current subscriber, whatever podcast platform you're listening through right now, just click the subscribe button. There's over 175 previous episodes, very similar to this one, that will uh, also encourage you. And I'm excited about some episodes to come. So we'd love to have you as a as a subscriber to our podcast. And lastly, we'd love to hear from you. You can visit our website at www.allinsportsoutreach.org or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just in the search bar, type in All In Sports Outreach and find out who we are, why we do what we do, opportunities to, to pray for us, to serve with us, 
and to give. Once again, thank you for listening, but most of all, thank you for your support, your encouragement, and your prayers.